welcome to Connections, the podcast. Today we are going to talk about designing your meeting. I'm Kelly Jordan, and I am joined today by my friend Jennifer Iverson. Hi, Jennifer. Hi, Kelly. Good to be here with you today. We are going to talk about something that we love doing, and that is diving in and planning meetings. Uh, the information we're going to share today is great for you no matter what kind of a group you lead. doesn't matter if you meet at night or in the middle of the day, if you meet on a Sunday. It doesn't matter if you meet for 45 minutes or two and a half hours, whatever time span you use. And it doesn't even really matter what kind of moms come to your meetings, whether you have a team mops group or a military group, whether you lead a mom's next group or a classic mops group or one that's combined and has moms from all ages in the group. The things we're gonna talk about today are gonna to be helpful to you in planning the time that you all spend together. And MOPS works really hard to pick topics that are relevant and interesting to moms today. We pay attention to what moms are looking at and reading and doing. We ask a lot of questions, but honestly, each leader needs to use what she knows about her group to plan how they'll spend their meeting time together. So the most important thing is to know the women in your group, and then you can design a meeting specifically for them. So right, so if you have moms and you meet together, this podcast is gonna be for you. <laughs> That's what we're saying. Exactly. Now, when we think about designing a mops meeting, we always try and think of it from the mom's perspective. How is she going to feel when she walks in the door? Uh, whether she's been coming to MOPS for 20 years or whether this is her very first time to walk in the door. We want to think about it from her perspective. What does she see? What does she feel? What does she hear? We really have taken a MOPS meeting and broken it down into three different categories. There's the welcome, there's the meeting, and then there's the connection part. So Jen, would you kind of describe those three sections of a meeting for us? I'm such a, a planner and an organizer that the simplicity of this, um, I just, it makes me very excited. Um, so I love how you say, like, we think of it from the mom's perspective. And so, like you mentioned, the three elements are the welcome, the meeting, and the connection experience. So with the welcome experience, you're really looking at it from the time that you invite a mom to come to the time that she has walked into wherever you're meeting and is enveloped in part of the, the meeting with your group. Um, and I heard somebody say the other day um, something to the effect of there's a difference between inviting someone and welcoming them. You know, so when we say welcome, you really want to make that mom feel like you were expecting her to come. You planned for her to come. Um, there is a seat for her. So maybe that means when you're preparing your space and you're trying to figure out space planning, you've actually thought about how do we make sure that we have a few empty seats so that it looks like we were ready for you. In our meeting plans, the welcome experience really helps you think about all of the elements that go into making a mom feel welcome from just some basic ideas, some, some basic mops ideas um, to ways to market your group and talk to 
a mom who might not know what goes on at MOPS, provide her with a space that makes her feel comfortable enough to enter into conversation. The meeting experience is really where we give the moms a chance to learn something, a chance to grow as a woman and a mom. And that's where, like we said, our, our relevant content can come in. There will be topics in our video stories that you can use. There's maybe an activity that you could do to go along and reinforce it. And then the connection experience is all about that face-to-face. That's a, a chance for a mom to really know that she is part of this group, that she belongs. And it is, you know, we, we say it's an opportunity to grow a friendship. More than that, I think it's an opportunity to grow a relationship where you then have earned the right to talk more about Jesus and have somebody really listen. And so the connection is the face-to-face time, whether that's really just happening in your meeting or happening outside of the meeting time. We give you lots of tips on how to deepen that connection. That's a great, that is a great summary of really what happens in a MOPS meeting. But really all of those are happening the whole time you're together. That feeling of welcome flows through the entire meeting time. The meeting section where you're focused on your topic, that's where you can jump in and you work through the new experiences a mom is encountering. You celebrate with her. You're honest about what's going on in your life and you listen to what's happening in her life. And then that connection, like you said, is that face-to-face. And we talk to a lot of moms and a lot of leaders and we've done a lot of surveys over the years. And hands down, the thing that moms say they want the most when they come to a mops group is connection. Right. They use different words to describe it, but they all say it's that face-to-face connection. Most moms have a moment in their life where they feel like they're alone, whether they feel like they're physically alone or their circumstances put them alone or something like that. And that allows them to say, oh, I'm not alone. There's other people going through this. So when we're talking about planning a meeting, we break it down into sections to make it easier for us to plan. But that feeling of welcome and connection and let's learn new things, that goes through your whole meeting. And then it continues in between meetings. Right. When you connect with that mom through a text or a phone call or you meet her at the store or wherever, we break it down into sections just to make it a little easier for us to plan. Right. What I like about MOPS is that we really have the freedom to create an experience that will encourage and move moms in your group this year to find their fire because that's what we're focused on. Mops has created some meeting plans that will help make planning the meeting easy. They're just ideas. You can choose what fits best for your group, what fits best for your team, your budget, your community. But no matter what kind of group you lead, these plans were created with you in mind. So we're going to talk through some of the components you're going to find in a meeting plan, and then we're going to look at a specific one. In your group experience kit that you received in the mail or that you can access online through leaders.mops.org, there is a leader's guide called Field of Fire. Inside Field of Fire, the back half of this book is all meeting plans, ideas that you can pull from to use in your group. They're laid up, they're laid out so that they match up with our video stories. Um, These are MOPS friends that we've asked to come and talk about things that matter to you and to the moms in your group. So we've laid out these 
meeting plan just to help you design what you're going to do. I want to point out really quick that in here, they're laid out alphabetically. There's not in any like amazing order. And really any of our meeting plans, you fit it into your calendar with the exception of the one that's called the nativity. <laughs> that one you really should use at Christmas. Right. And I love that we provided a meeting plan for Christmas because it's such a busy time. And so you have a ready-made Christmas meeting that whatever your last meeting is, whatever your meeting is that's closest to that Christmas holiday, it's already laid out and planned for you. Um, it's a great video. It features Mandy, our president and CEO of MOPS, and it just thinks through the whole story. And then we have discussion questions that you can talk about the story of Jesus. And so it is such a beautiful, beautifully laid out meeting plan. So that's really the only one that you should use in December. The rest you can use whenever fits that. You went through the three parts of the meeting that we think about, the welcome, the meeting, and the connection. And when you look at our meeting plans, they start on page 63 of the leader guide. Like I said, comes in the group experience kit, or you can download it at leaders.mops.org. Click on the theme resources section and you'll find it there. But in the welcome, that's where we're gonna make every woman who steps through the door at Mops feel like she's at home. Uh, it includes a basic idea, which is, was just collected from leaders all over the world. And so we've given you some basic idea, um, an essential that will make your MOPS group really strong. MOPS groups are going to look a little bit different depending on the community that it's in and the moms that it makes up. Um, you know your moms, you know your community, but these basic ideas are the things that make it MOPS. Right. There's one, one of them, one suggestion in that basic idea is to call the woman by name, use her name so that she feels at yeah. home there. Just some really great basic tips that every leader should think about. The, the welcome section also includes a fun element. Sometimes we call this an icebreaker. It's something that gets women up and sometimes moving, but definitely talking. It's a great way to start a meeting, even if it's just a simple question that you all answer. Uh, sometimes our fun ideas are a little bit more detailed that you need um, a couple of simple supplies for it or it's some fun game, a scavenger hunt, that kind of thing. But the purpose of it is to just get women up and talking and involved with each other. Right. We try to make them super simple so that you wouldn't have to do a lot of extra preparation for them. But like you said, the whole point is to get the moms to feeling more comfortable. Right. And it depends on where you meet and kind of the atmosphere that you're in, what kind of fun activity you can do. So you tailor this to fit wherever you meet and whoever you meet with. Right. Uh, the last piece of our welcome section that I really like is a marketing your group tip. And it's usually just a sentence or two, but there are tips and tricks to help you draw more women in. Some of them uh, you're going to look at and go, oh, my budget just isn't going to work for that. That's all right. Think through, is there a way I can do this on a lower budget? Or skip it and move to the next one. So you pick the ones that are going to fit the best in your community. One of the suggestions is to make a real life video of a mom inviting another mom to come and share it on social media. So there's a lot of options. I think my favorite is the one that is probably the simplest, but the most effective is just word of mouth. Encourage the moms that are sitting in your group to talk about your group to other women. Because if I'm talking to you about something that I love and that I'm so excited about, 
then it's easy for me to say, hey, why don't you come with me? So word of mouth is probably the best marketing tool out there for mops. You tell people about your favorite restaurant or about your favorite kids activity. This is just one of the other things that you can tell people about. Right. Now, the next section is the meeting section. This is where you kind of jump in and learn something new. First of all, there's the think, which is the main topic of your meeting. Uh, in our meeting plans, most of them are based off of the Find Your Fire video stories, but you may decide that you want to have a meeting that doesn't involve a video, that you invite a guest speaker who has something really creative and wonderful to talk about. But think is the main part of your meeting. And then there's a do section. Now the do section looks different in different groups. Sometimes it's a creative activity or it might be a service project. It might be just something that allows moms in your group to use their imagination a little bit. Um, now you and I, we've talked about this before, you and I are creative activities people, all right? We love that part of MOPS. You and I start each started in our own groups as a creative activities leader. So I like crafts, but I know that not every group does. Now the group I'm part of, they like crafts. And so we try and have one every few meetings, not every meeting, but every few times we get together, we try and do some kind of a craft. We always try and do some sort of a service project once or twice a year, because I really think that when mom's hands are busy doing something, uh, sometimes they're more willing to open up and talk while they work. So that whole connection continues even in to a creative activity or a service project. If your group doesn't like that, or you don't have the budget for that or the space, that's okay. Do can be something else. It can be extended discussion. It could be something as simple as writing note cards to women who haven't been at your meetings in a while, or thank you notes to someone who has really touched you or done something that's impacted you in a way. So. There's lots that you can do that get a woman thinking and moving creatively. But again, you get to decide what you do with that time. Right. A lot of times if a woman's hands are busy doing something, she opens up and talks more. But that doesn't mean your hands have to be sewing or painting or something like that specifically. You can be doing something as a group that doesn't involve craftiness. That's not your group style. And in our meeting plans, we try and give you suggestions that are kind of a variety of projects or things to think and talk about. And some of them are creative activities. I'm sure that there's a couple in there that use Mod Podge, which is like my favorite <laughs> thing ever. Give me a little Mod Podge and I am a happy, happy woman. So that do, like the rest of it, it's up to you how you want to use it and what fits in your group. So think about the moms that attend your space, your budget, and then design that time. Right, and the ones that we suggested, they kind of go along with the topic in that same week, but that doesn't mean you couldn't choose a do activity from one meeting and a fun activity from another meeting. You can mix and match them if you want to. It's very flexible. Now, the other part of the meeting time that you have to at least think through is the MOPS kids time. Some groups out there don't offer childcare, and that's fine. Uh, you can skip this part. But some of you have to think about what do you do with the kids. Now, we give you a lot of really good suggestions for MOPS kids in general. We have some 
curriculum that's available, some other online things for you to find. Within our meeting plans, what we're doing here is we're giving you a tip for making your MOPS Kids program successful, or we're giving you a way to encourage moms to interact with their kids at home during the week, something that goes along with what you've talked about. Some in here that are ideas that a MOPS Kids leader could use in the classroom, like setting up an obstacle course or having a bucket of outdoor activities like chalk and bubbles and things like that, that you could use any week. But then there's also some suggestions for things that the moms can do. There's one in here that talks about raising boys. And the Mops Kids suggestion on that is to go on a date with your child. Even if your child is only three years old, you could say, let's go do something fun today. What would you like to do? And you let the child choose. It's kind of an adventure to see what they would do. Just one easy tip for you to consider. The next part is the connection part of the meeting. And in our meeting plans, we break out the discussion that happens in the meeting time around the table and separate it from the connection that might happen in between meetings. So let's talk about that connection between meetings first, because it's true that a woman is going to feel the most connected to your group if she hears from you or has some kind of touch with you in between meetings. So the way that we've laid these out in the meeting plans, we've given one connect idea that really works for any kind of group. And then we've given a mom's next connect idea. So if you focus on women with older children, we have that. We also have a teen mops connect. So if you work with those moms that are still teenagers themselves, we give you a different way. Now, don't feel like if you're not a teen group, you can't look at their connection idea because some of them are really good and will work no matter what kind of group you have. But we did try and give you some tips that were specific to those audiences. I think it's important, too, to think about these connection ideas as, you know, it's hard to have a relationship if you only talk to somebody for a short amount of time twice a month. Right. And so a lot of these ideas are simple ways to connect in between those times. There's one one connection idea is that sometime during the week, ask the moms to post a picture of what they're doing right then to your social media. So some of them are social media ideas. Some of them are more physical. Meet up with her somewhere. Some of them are what kind of a text you could send, but just different ways for you to connect with her in between those meetings so that you just build this really strong sense of belonging to the group. That's funny because if I had to post a picture of myself right now, it would be a picture of myself in my closet recording a podcast because it's summer and there's a lot of noise in my house. <laughs> yes. You know, sometimes you just got to do what you got to do. And I think so many times moms need to know that their real life looks really similar to other moms' real life. I agree with that. So then we have two other sections to our meeting plans that we've laid out. There's a go deeper section for every one of them. It adds a more spiritual emphasis to your group or to your leadership team meetings if you want to do that. It includes a devotional. It's designed to complement the Find Your Fire video stories, but it also stands alone. So if you don't use a video for a particular topic, you can still use the Devo. Uh, some groups have mentors read them at the beginning. Some of them read them together sometime during the meeting. Uh, sometimes they share it during the week. Uh, my group, a lot of times, will send it home with moms and then will post a question on social media that goes along with it sometime during the week. You can use it in a lot of different ways, but it just uh, takes the topic and moves it a step further. 
So that's that go deeper section. Each one does include a couple of questions that tie in with the Devo for the day. Then the last section is our discussion section. And this is the, the things that will help start conversations around your table. We designed this discussion section so that it was on a page all by itself. When you're ready, you can print out a separate page. These you can photocopy out of the book. So you could copy that. So each discussion group leader has the questions right there in front of her. The page is laid out so that there are talk questions that will get you started based on the video, and it's for any kind of group. But then we do have a section in each one that's called Mom's Next Talk, and then there's a Teen Mops Talk as well. Again, don't ignore all the questions just because you don't have that kind of a group. Look through and pull out the questions you most want to talk about. Highlight those, and that's where your conversation goes. And the page also has some empty space where you can write down your own connection points. So it becomes a handout that discussion group leaders can use right. to keep track of what they want to talk about as well. So I like the way it's laid out this year, that it's a page all by itself, so that it's really easy to pass on to the discussion group leaders. I love that we've given them so many options. I mean, the, the one that I'm looking at right now there are 10 discussion questions. That's going to be too many discussion questions. It's not like you can use all 10 questions during discussion time, but there are so many options in there. I think that's the theme throughout all of these meeting plans is that there are options. Yes. All right, so we've kind of talked through the different parts of the meeting plans that we have laid out. Let's look at one of them in particular, and it's our sisterhood one. Uh, it's on page 101 of your book. You know, it starts with the welcome has the MOPS basic, which just reminds us that walking into a new place can be scary. So encourage moms to invite a friend and meet her in the parking lot so she doesn't have to walk in alone. Have a mentor or some sort of a greeter standing at the door to just welcome women in so it doesn't feel so scary. Right. I mean, the place where um, we go to church right now, there are like 12 doors that you could enter. I don't even know if I were coming for the first time, how would I know where to go? Right. So just some tips to help make sure that women feel comfortable from the minute they drive into the parking lot. The fun right. idea for sisterhood is a lip sync battle, which would be just really funny. You yeah. could either do it spur of the moment or you could invite some women who like to do that kind of thing to plan ahead, but it would, it would be a lot of fun. Then the next one, the marketing tip for that one is that MOPS is for every mom and that we need to be inclusive in our marketing language. So when you're creating a flyer, make sure that you're using words that make sense to women who maybe don't attend a church. If you say we're going to meet in the fellowship hall or we're going to meet in the sanctuary, some women don't know what a sanctuary is. Give them some additional information so that they know where to go and they know what to expect. So just take a look at all of your marketing material and think about how welcoming, how inclusive, how inviting is this to women right. who may not already know about it. could give it to somebody who you're thinking about inviting to your MOPS group and say, hey, I have this group and I'm writing up an invitation. Can you look at it and tell me what looks good and what doesn't and invite her to speak into it at the same time, you're really kind of inviting her. Yeah, but that is a great idea to have someone who doesn't know anything about MOPS look at some of your marketing material. Does it make sense to them? Is there anything that they go, what? Just so that you can refine what you're putting out there and make it better and better. Then in the sisterhood section, we go on to the meeting. This one, the think time is a video called Sisterhood with Amina Brown. 
Um, she has a lot of she's a lot of fun. She talks about sisterhood and friendship and the importance of risking something to make new friends. And so we have that think idea. The do idea for this one is writing a letter to your future self. Say, what would you want to say to yourself in 10 years? Write a letter to that person about where you are now, what your hopes are for the next few years. Have the table leaders collect them and mail them to the moms in a few months. That's a do activity. It's not a craft. It's a more let's think for a little while and let's have fun with this kind of activity. It's really about being friendly to yourself because I think sometimes we're we're not so friendly to ourselves. True. Yeah, to encourage him to say, this is what I like about myself right now. This is what I'm working on and what I want to learn and do and do differently in the next few years. So uh, the MOPS Kids tip for this meeting is to invite a pastor or a MOPS mentor to read a book to the kids during your meeting. So just invite them into the MOPS Kids space every now and then. Well, then the connection section for this, uh, again, these are ways to connect with moms in between meetings. The connect one is take some time to reach out to someone via text, phone call, or snail mail this week. Let them know how much their friendship means to you and set a date to do something together. So very simple. The mom's next connect idea was to invite a friend over for a late night movie after the kids are in bed. And the, the team moms connect for this one is... If any of your moms are in high school and participate in activities, take an interest in it. Um, Ask them questions about it or show up at their event. I think that means a lot. I don't care what age you are. When somebody shows up at something that's important to you, it shows you that they value you and value your relationship. And each of those ideas has something to do with really becoming part of each other's lives, not just sharing this MOPS meeting that you attend, but you're really starting to knit together your life. Then there is a go deeper section uh, for this. There is a Devo that while it doesn't go along with the video directly, it's all about friendship and showing up in people's lives. And then we have the connect around the table section, which are the discussion questions that just encourage you to get talking. Uh, The first one is a really simple question. Just who was your best friend in high school? And why was she your friend? Opening up the discussion and our questions tend to start kind of light and then they get a little heavier. The third question on this asks, do you have a variety of women sitting at your table? Women that you can connect with and that you can talk with. And what have you learned from those women? But it also encourages them to think, how can you invite others to join in to your circle, into your sisterhood. So it encourages them to think about where they are. Right. And be thinking outwardly as to what other moms could we have join us. So that's the whole sisterhood meeting plan. And I really think if I were planning this meeting, which I'm going to, because we're getting started planning our meetings. I love this one, so I'm definitely going to use it. I love the lip sync battle. I think I have a couple of women in my group that would really get into that. I have a couple that I think wouldn't want to be put on the spot to do it. And so I'll probably do it where I ask them ahead of time. I'll use a couple of the connect ideas for sure. And this Devo, depending on our timing, I think this might be one that I copy and send home with them and then use a couple of the questions on social media um, just as a way for us to connect outside the meeting. Uh, Our women really like Facebook. They're on it a lot already. And so when we show up there every now and then, it just allows us to connect 
a little stronger. You know, it's interesting too, when I look at this one, I think the do activity about writing a letter to your future self, some of my moms might feel really uncomfortable with that feeling. So I might find that I'm going to ask one person who I know is really good with words to write a letter to a future mom and read it rather than having everybody do it, maybe have her write it and read it. And then maybe we send it in the mail, you know, we print it up pretty and we send it in the mail to moms um, in a couple of months to remind them of the things that she had said. That's one of those things that you can take and adapt once uh, you have a good understanding of how the moms in your group react to things. Right. And I think you could also work together and write one big letter. You know, what would you, what are your top 10 things that you would say to a new mom? What have you learned that you would tell a new mom? So you could take it that direction too. Right. Very cool. You know, in the past, we've had some videos that we've showed that I wasn't so sure how it would work with our group and our moms loved it. So we have to sometimes go outside of our box as a leader and think about what does our mom need to hear and what's the best way to present it, whether it's using one of our videos or just grabbing hold of the topic and inviting a speaker to come in instead, setting up a panel. There's lots of options once you decide the, which topic you want to use. Right. I want to point out one other thing that we've got that goes along with our meeting plans. Most of our meeting plans are tied to our Find Your Fire video stories, but we did include a few in the back that are not tied to a video. They still have Mops Basic and the fun idea, but the meeting idea itself is something that gets you thinking about what else you can do, but doesn't include a video. Some groups like to show a video every time. Some like to show a video every other time and bring in a live speaker as well. So this just gives you a couple of ideas. It does include some connection questions, but you can develop your own so that it goes along with the topic. We have a couple back here. One is about creativity and one is about self-care, which is a topic that we talk about a lot. Then there are a couple that are designed for Moms Next specifically. Um, one's called Beyond the Playdate and the other's Preparing to Launch. And then there are a couple for teen groups, The Impact of Your Words and developing routines. Both excellent for any mom, really. <laughs> True. Well, we've talked through the details of the plans. So the question is now, where should you start? I think that you start with the big picture plans for your group, and then you can get specific with plans for yourself. In the leader guide and online, we've given you a couple of templates. Uh, page 61 uh, is a page that lists all of our video stories, and then there's a planning calendar on page 60. So you sit down with those two things and come up with what topics do I want to cover at every meeting. Take a few minutes and check your church calendar, your community calendar. Figure out if there's days that maybe you can't meet. If our group meets on, if your group meets on Thursdays in November, you're not going to meet on Thanksgiving. So you need to be sure you have that written down so you know when that is. So you're planning well based on your calendar and the space that you're going to meet in. And even consider the school calendar because um, your moms probably have some kids in school and days that school is not in session because of spring break or fall break. Yeah, spring break is a big one, I think. So how are you going to manage that? Spend a little time with your calendar and line out the dates that you're going to meet, line out the topics that you want to go along with those dates. And then 
you can get really specific after that. What is my part in this meeting? I think one of the biggest things to keep in mind is being flexible because things happen. Maybe you have a whole meeting planned out, but all of a sudden the moms are really into their discussion and you decide, oh, that activity we were going to do, we're going to hold because these moms, this is what we need to be doing right now. Or maybe weather messed up your whole schedule <laughs> and you couldn't meet one week. So it's being flexible with your plans. Or something's going on at the church and there's you can't use your usual room. Well, where could you meet instead? Maybe it's even going outside of the church for a meeting and let's meet in somebody's backyard or a park. So just consider some of those things. So let's kind of wrap this up. As you begin to design your meetings, the ideas we lay out for you are just that. They're ideas. If your group likes to try new things together, then do that. If coming up with a craft for your meeting is draining, then don't do that. If you have a leader who loves to create just breathtaking spaces, let her. Or let's say you're like me and you forget to take the tablecloths three meetings in a row, then you just don't have tablecloths. You pull up to the table anyway. And when I forgot the tablecloths, those meetings, I don't think anyone noticed until the meeting where I did finally bring them back. And someone said, oh, I like these tablecloths. If you love it, do it. If it makes you feel like you're being who God made you to be, do it. Otherwise, skip it. Yep. The only thing required from leaders is to love Jesus and to love moms like Jesus does. I just want you to know that as your leadership development team here at MOPS, that we pray for you all the time. We think about leaders all day long, we talk to leaders all day long, and we pray that you can use these resources to reach moms in your community. So thank you for what you do, and I am so excited to see how God uses Find Your Fire in your community this year.